guys welcome back to yet another real life revelation episode with your girl Lakeisha with the leading of the Holy Spirit y'all it is May can can you even fathom the fact that we're almost at half of the year we're in the middle of the year pretty much y'all this year is flying I mean the days itself is flying and I just want to say happy month of May. This month has been declared the month of grace. So if you didn't hear it yet, you've heard it now. And I just pray that grace overtakes you and you begin to move in such a way that it is unexplainable. Um, yes, I know it has been quite a while, maybe like two or three weeks since I've been back up here. Um, I'm just, you know, yeah. <laughs> We're we're figuring things out. We're we're moving and we're we're you know we're just doing what God has called us to do, right? Um, yeah. So let's get into the word. Honestly, you guys, I have been trying to figure out how to juggle so much. When I tell you so much, like I feel that it's so much, but it's probably really nothing compared to people that probably have more to juggle. But when we speak about grace, y'all, literally, I realized that when you know who you are, you know what you carry, you then notice the fact that you got to walk into it. You cannot, you can't sit there and just neglect the salvation that has been given to you. And it goes back to our um, episode, which we were speaking about embracing the salvation And I'm just so grateful. I'm so, 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 so grateful that God has allowed me to be a part of the number, a part of the body, a part of, you know, the thing that he is doing here on earth. But before we even go for it, you guys know I have to pray. So, Father God, we thank you. We thank you today. We thank you this afternoon. We thank you this evening. Father God, whomever is listening to this, whenever they're listening to this, Father God, we just lift up a great sound of praise to you, Father God. For yet, who are we to see yet another day, O God, when others did not see this second, Lord? So we just give you all the honor and all the praise. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to get to the month of May. We're literally in the middle of the year of 2022. Unbelievable. And so we just give you all the praise and honor, Father God, as we go into this word, into this study. Father God, we just ask that you cover it with the blood of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you open our hearts, enlarge our capacity. And Father God, just take hold of my tongue, take hold of my mouth. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you for we know that we cannot do anything without you. You are literally the voice that hovers over not only the water, not only the word, but over our lives in the name of Jesus. So Holy Spirit, have your way, Father God, all of you and none of me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, guys. Amen. So as I was preparing for this podcast episode, I'm like, ah, we have been in so much. Like literally when I say we, Holy Spirit and I have been studying and God has literally had me in a place where he has me studying about moving forth and producing and moving forth and, and understanding that everything that is in you is not about you. At this point, stop thinking about you at this point. Understand that God placed that seed in you so that you can also place the seed in someone else so that they can also place the seed in someone else. It's just like at this point, stop talking about you. Do what God has called you to do so that other people can be blessed by it. And when I mean 
by stop talking about you. Stop thinking that you need it all together. Stop thinking that you need a perfect cookie cutter lifestyle. Like, no, if God wanted you that way, trust me, he would have you that way. And then this very season or whatever season you're experiencing, God has truly placed you in this so that his word can be, can return to him and complete, not incomplete, but complete and wholeness and not void. So I just pray that you guys are like ready for the ride, the journey. So the beginning of this week, I was studying, um, the book of Acts. I have started the book of Acts this, this, this month. And it's so, um, funny because not even funny, but it's so amazing how my church were actually starting to study about, you know, the Holy Spirit and, you know, just getting us deeper into who the Holy Spirit is so that we can have a better relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so as I started to study the book of Acts, God immediately allowed me to understand that, you know, it is not about us. And so at the beginning of this week, I started with Isaiah forty-one ten. It says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my righteous hand. Wow. I know I just spoke on Acts and I just took it to Isaiah. But first, I needed to let you guys know. My daily devotion starts off with the scripture based from my Bible app. Right. And why? I don't. It's just something that God has allowed me to um, stick to. So until he's changing the, the 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 game up we'll stick with that and but the thing about it is he also has me in different books in different times and he 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 just so seamlessly puts it together so the scripture so do not fear i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will hold you up with my righteous right hand it's so profound going into the book of acts in chapter 3 here we have a lame man he has been lame from birth. Yes, he has been lame from birth. And he was sitting outside. I'm sure if you guys don't know, then now you know. He was sitting outside of the gates called Beautiful, waiting for someone to help him in to the temple. Into the into the temple. And the temple is where they went to go pray, pretty much enter into the presence of God, enter into the glorious part of, you know, God enter into a new, a new level, a new dimension, and and a, and a new. I mean, obviously, a, a place that he he has not been able to enter into, and so when I was reading this in Holy Spirit, I pray that you got my tongue. Um, as I was reading this, I understood that. As the man began to you know experience his his deliverance, him being at the right place at the right time. Lame and all, you know, God, it doesn't, God does not discriminate when it comes to our situation. God does not discriminate when it comes to what we're experiencing in life, how good, how bad, how long, it doesn't matter to God. What I realized in this story is God uses all things. And so this man who was pretty much lame, you know, when you think of a lame man, you know, you think, you know, not being able to move. But at this point, we have to see the word for now. We're not, we should not take this word for face value. You see it as full of sin, death, delays, brokenness, poverty, barrenness, loss, confusion. Whatever that has been that you have been experienced, perhaps since for birth, what, 
what situation you was born in, whatever it is that you feel like God has just had you here. And it's just like, at this point, this is the way I am. And, and we're just going to have to work with it. No, this man was being carried, you know, he was being carried. He was being supported unable to do it on his own. You know, he was always waiting hand and foot for others to bless him, putting his baggage on other people. But somehow he found favor to, to, to be in the right place. Somehow he found favor with God to be in the right place at the right time to receive his deliverance. Now, before I go any further, Holy Spirit, help me. I believe that the fact that this man has been, it just showed me my life. I've, I personally have dealt with a lot of um, handicapped situations, you, you know, and I say that to say because some situations may cause you to be handicapped in ways of being stagnant and the ways of being, feeling that, and how can you be stagnant in the feeling of inadequacy? And it really, ultimately, it just stops and it stunts your growth in Christ. It stunts your growth your personal and your your spiritual growth and and this lame man he, his growth has been stunted since birth so now now we have to understand that everyone around him it was like at this point I'm getting I'm, I'm getting tired of carrying you so it's like every time he would get to that place of breakthrough they would just stop carrying him they would just let him go and they would just sit him outside of that almost glorious moment that almost had that business that almost was married, that almost, whatever it was, like, I was almost successful, I almost graduated, whatever that was, at this point, he never made it into the temple. However, because God had Peter, who was known as the rock, and had John, who was known as the gracious giver, and they were walking in their purpose, you know, all seeking the face of God, and while they were walking in their purpose and seeking the face of God, this lame man who was sitting outside the temple, who was ultimately in his place, he's at the right place at the right time, was able to receive his deliverance. And this week, God had allowed me to see, like, there are so many people attached to our destinies is so many people attached to the gifts to the talents that he has given to us so many people attached to our obedience and standing in his presence so many people so many souls attached to us continuing to seek the face of God right and and when so we get to understand that at this point in time God has you know, at this point, God has no need for us to be playing around. And it's quite funny that I say that because yesterday um, I was, which was, yeah, yesterday I was reading the scripture and it said that, you know, apart from, hold on, let me find it. John 15, two, it says, he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they will produce even more. So as I was going throughout my week, continuing to read the book of Acts, um, I got to the chapter 5. And from chapter Acts 5 to, I'm going to turn to Acts 5 from 1 to 11. There's a story about this man named Ananias and his wife. And... You know, at this point, from the beginning of Acts and from from the 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 healing and the the, the deliverance of the layman, 
because being in the right place at the right time, doing what God has caused you to do will call deliverance, cause deliverance to happen in other people's life, which will cause the body of Christ to continue to grow, which is ultimately the purpose of our lives here on earth, right? So fast forward to Acts chapter 5. Um, and going back to John 15 too, every he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes that branch that do bear fruit so that they can produce even more. So as the body of Christ here in this time in the book of Acts is growing, um, there's a man named Ananias and everybody was pretty much in a place where they were selling all of their possessions. They was giving everything away or getting money so that they can build a church they can build the body of Christ to continue to be you know pushed forward and 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 God allowed us to see this 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 couple this married couple and and I feel that is quite profound and Holy Spirit I welcome you here in the name of Jesus that he let us look at them and it's like looking at them through a magnifying glass because why them? And so this couple, they they were just like everybody else saying, okay, we're going to sell this land and we're going to use the money that we have and we're going to give it back to the church. So after they sold the land and they made the commitment to give it back to the church, um, Ananias, the husband, he went to, to, to Peter and he's like, hey, you know, here's the money. And yeah, this is what I got back from the house. And Peter, you know, by the leading of the Holy Spirit could could recognize that. And it was revealed through, you know, the spirit of discernment that he was lying. And Peter said, you're not lying to mere humans. You're lying to God. And so in that moment, the Ananias, the man who had made a promise, who had made a vow, who had did not keep his end of the bargain was cut off, like literally cut off. And so I thought that was so good because John 15, 2 lets us know that he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And when you think of, you know, being cut off, you think of being taken away, you think of being removed, you think of being prevented from doing something. And it also says to, to frustrate, to prevent from progressing or succeeding. And so what I realized in this week that God is letting me know, like, if you are not producing fruit, if you're not moving forth in the thing that I have placed inside of you and the thing that I am actually nudging you now, the whoever is listening to this, that very thing that God has planned in your heart to do and to 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 act upon that gift and that talent, but you've decided not to do it. In a way you could you're probably saying I'm I'm I don't know how to move forward. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I have it all together. I don't know. And this frustration is actually just coming from the place of not moving. You're not producing. And the fact that we think that we have to have it all together is a setup from the pits of hell. It is literally Satan making you look at yourself and, and be become selfish in a way. That is exactly what it is. And thank you, Holy Spirit. That is exactly what it is because when you think of yourself, you're now forgetting about all the souls connected to that very thing that God has given to you. And with Ananias, it made me realize that granted, yes, he's talking about a land that he sold to, to, um, increase the body of Christ. But when you look at it, it's not the money it's not the land because the money itself is seen to be a talent, a certain amount, right? That he had 
said that he would give back to the body of Christ. And the land is the life that he has now had, he has and now um, in Christ. And so when we look at it this way, the life that God brought brought to us, or the life that we have now brought, the life that was sold to us um, through the blood of Jesus, we we received we received that life, right? And with receiving that life, that talent that we have with that life, the gifts and the talents that God has given to us in this in this life. We said, okay, you know, with this, we're saying that we're living for Christ, but the word says that we shall, you know, this life is not our own. And when we understand that this life is not our own, we understand that the vow that we're making when we're deciding to live for Christ is like, don't ignore the fact that I have given things to you to produce so that my body can continue to grow here on earth so that the, you know, so that many souls will be saved. And the most important thing that I understood was when we're not moving and maybe you won't be completely like just like cut off and you know drop dead you know god forbid but what god is showing us is frustration will come with disobedience you know you, you're feeling that you don't know what it is that you're, you're feeling lost you're feeling confused but it's really just the fact that you're being disobedient it says that Cut off, taken away means to prevent from progressing or succeeding. So if you're not if you're not producing, then you're gonna be prevent prevented from progressing because you're not producing. So it's like you're doing it to yourself. And he said he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes. What does prune mean? He cleanses a filthy impurity and removing undesirable elements. Eliminating what is fruitless by purifying. So, yes, Ananias was cut off, right? But I, I believe that Ananias was cut off to, to show the body of Christ that we cannot be selfish with the things that God has given to us. We cannot think more of ourselves than the people that are connected to to our life. And I know that, you know, it may be a bit for many people, but this is what God has been speaking to me about. And I pray that whomever needs to hear this, you move in that thing that God has called you to move in. Because when you do, you, you, you will begin to be able to produce more. Think of it. Say if you have a plant or, or some tree or some type of, yeah, some tree or something that you have. And if it's not producing fruit, you're going to cut it off. Because at this point, it's, it's one taken away from the, the beauty of the tree itself. Right. It's just being useless. But if it's producing fruit, you, you get the fruit and then you clip it so that another stem can come out of it. Right. And, and God then so it can be more beautiful. And God allowed me to see like this is how he wants his body to work in this season. Stop being lazy. Stop laying idle. And the thing about it is we, we got to stop doing things for the world. Stop doing things for the culture. And when you begin to put your focus on Christ, he begins to give that thing to you which he wants you to fulfill. We, I'm talking about talents and gifts, but sometimes we can take on things of the world that God has not given to us. So when we begin to focus on Christ and build this relationship with him, we'll be able to not only be delivered, but through our obedience, others will be delivered as well. Because you see, here you have Peter walking, Peter and John walking, as as honestly their name standing for the found, the rock you know, being a strong foundation and then a gracious giver. God literally placed 
a foundation before this man, this lame man, placing him on a strong foundation that where he will be able to stand. And the gracious giver that's with that will give him the healing and, and the strength that he will need to, to be whole and complete. And I just thought it was so good because I know for me, in many areas, it may seem like, why do I have to do this? Like at this point, I'm doing something over here. You told me to do this. And he's like, yes, but as you're doing that, you're producing much more. And I have to continue to prune you so that when I'm pruning you, more fruit will come out and you have to, and you have to, you know, produce so that I could get that fruit. And so I just thought it was so beautiful because the fact that God loves us so much, to let us know, like, hey, if you don't produce, I'm going to cut you off. But but when you do produce, you get to you you get to have more, right? And it really reminded me, you know, of the the parable of the talents, where to whom much is you know to whom much is given, much is required. And so back to the month being the month of grace is one of those things where you just have to understand that God will not give you anything that He has not already graced you for. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so as the week continued to go forth, I just, I just like was really, it was really pressured on me that whatever we say that we will do or whatever commitment we have made or whatever thing that we have started, this is a month where God, you know, will finish it. He will allow us to walk into the finishing realm of that. And, and how, how do I know this? Because it says, and I will hold you up with my righteous right hand. That was in think that was in Isaiah 41 10 I will hold you up with my righteous right hand and as I was studying the Acts chapter 3 it even lets you know it says that and God held him up hold on let me find it yeah and it said and he took them up by the right hand um, Peter and John took, 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 I mean, he took them up by the right hand. This is letting me know that when God places us in the, you know, in a place where grace is released, so is the righteous hand of God over our lives. You know, um, God will, God will usher us into that. What does a righteous hand stand for? It, it stands for strength. It stands for tenacity. It, it stands for, um, complete completion perfection what he he's pretty much letting us know i'm the author and the finisher of all i'm the author and the finisher of faith so if you just believe and me the man here he was asking for money at this point he's like you know what i've been in this situation too long and you know i haven't received my healing yet so let me just let me just ask for money let me just ask for the things that will feed my flesh in this season, I guess in the rest of this life that God has allowed me to see until he feels fit for me, for him, the man to die. He's just like, at this point, I'm just going to ask for money. And that's when Peter and John pretty much let him know, like, this is not, let me read it. He said, I do not have money to give you, but I have something else. And, and that something else was his deliverance. And so as I was studying today, Matthew six twenty five and it said, This is why I tell you not to worry about every everyday life. Rather you will have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food in your body? More than clothing? This is why I tell you not to worry. The man at this point, he's like, Can I have can I have this? Cause 
He's not even thinking about his purpose. He's not even thinking about in this moment, he could possibly be healed. Right? And this word is letting us know, like, through Peter and John being in the right place at the right time, he's letting us know, like, isn't life more than the things of this flesh? Isn't life more than 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 having money in your pocket to for this, I'm talking about for this man. And the money actually just stands for something to build his flesh to keep him either from being, uh, keep him prideful or keep him feeling that. I don't know what it may be, but what I'm understanding is that isn't your purpose more than what you feed your flesh? Flesh, you boasting, having false humility about this purpose that God has given to you? Isn't your body the temple of God, the home of the Holy Spirit? Isn't what's inside of you more important than what you put on? Like the costume, like a cover-up, like acting, the script that is being played out. Isn't your purpose more than what Satan has put on you? The reputation of generational curse. Isn't life more than that? The worry of life so that you are underdressed for the celebration. These worries place you right back in the attire of your ancestors. What do I mean? In the spirit of poverty, in the spirit of in a garment of um, lust and all of these different things that will hold a person back, mental attacks, whatever it may be. But this is this this will cause us not to walk into God's glory, enter into the the, the, the gates of the beautiful, the gate called beautiful. And God has allowed me to see at this moment in time. Stop making excuses. Stop. Stop making excuses. Stop being anxious. Stop. Stop being concerned about everything. And if you if you make this step, what will happen? No, make this step, and then I'll provide the way. And so I pray that this this bless you guys. I know it's kind of fast, and I just pray that it bless you because this is what God has been speaking to me about this 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 week, and this month is the month of May. So clearly, He wants us to move. I mean, this month is the month of May, and it. it and his grace has been released upon it. So he wants us to experience the grace. But to experience his grace, we have to move forward in that of which he has called us to move forward in your gifts, your talents. Right? And so we just thank God for this. And I just pray that whoever needed this, I pray that your heart has been opened. Uh, I pray that God has spoken to you in the name of Jesus. And I pray that peace that surpasses all understanding and grace overtakes you in the name of Jesus so that you can move forward and produce much fruit, much fruit. Right. And so I believe that in this season, God, my God has allowed myself to produce much fruit and he has allowed me to produce um, wisdom university. Wisdom university is a place where we will be empowering kingdom influencers to move boldly into their purpose. Yes. Wisdom university. So if you guys do not follow me on Instagram, go follow me at Lakeisha K Douglas, L A K E I S H A K Douglas, and the link is in my bio. Or you can go to wisdomuniversity.co Instagram, and the link is also in that bio to um, be a part of our. We're having a five day uh, free masterclass. It's called The Real You. And this, this masterclass is where we'll be walking into the calling of God upon our life. We'll be unveiling 
and embracing the, the talents and the gifts that God has given to us. Also, with this masterclass, signing up with this masterclass, you'll be um, connected to our, prov- our private community where you, you'll have real-life revelation, daily devotion, and resources to help you navigate through your gifts. God is moving. So at this point, don't be the one where he come back and he said, okay, let me see how much, what you've done with my talents. Let me see what you've done. You, I've given it to you. I've given you the money. So let's see. Let's not be that because God has placed something inside of you. And it is not, it's not about Instagram influencer. It's not about anything but being a kingdom influencer in your job, in your arena, in your career, in your school, in your family, as a mom, as a father, God has called you to be a kingdom influencer. So I pray that it's blessed you guys. And until next time, God willing, see you soon.